Hello and welcome to Mended Teacups. Molly and I are sitting with our cups of tea, still socially distanced in our own homes and recording this over Zoom, sadly, but there's hope to come, isn't there? And um, Molly, how are you getting on in our second lockdown or just after second lockdown? Well, I think I've certainly struggled with this one in many ways more than the last one. I think just the days are quite gloomy, aren't they? And um, it's just, it's harder to, to get out and grace guys are never conducive to feeling full of energy and creative ideas. But we've come to the end of lockdown, I'm recording this just at the beginning at beginning of the end of lockdown, if that makes sense. <laughs> the next phase until the very two years. Again. But yes, absolutely. Um, so yeah, we're we're all we're all doing okay. Yes, I had a my big excitement was this morning. I was able to be on our local radio, radio BBC Radio Somerset, um, to have an interview about my book, which was a great opportunity, very exciting. I said a lot of ums and ahs, a bit like when we first started podcasting. The interviewer was really nice, but still I was nervous. So, <laughs> so, um, but it was, but that, but it was actually really fun. It was, it was about adoption and it was something which I love talking about as well, as well as about home ed. So I wonder if he'll have me on to talk about home ed sometime. Um, maybe I'll need to write a book about home ed and then he'll ask me to come and talk about it. <laughs> so that was fun. How Very about exciting. you? Well, I went and got our oldest back from university today, so I'm pretty chuffed he had Yay. his uh, it's really cool isn't it he had his uh, covid test day yesterday day before and uh, yeah got a good negative result so it was really nice having them back i don't know you might hear them in the background because the, the rest of the family are all icing um, gingerbread men at the moment <laughs> while i'm chatting here so it's really fabulous and the girls are so excited to have their big brother back that's lovely it sounds like you've got you're starting especially when somebody comes home it sort of just starts to it's something shifts and it starts like it's just beginning to be a little bit like Christmas it does Starting to yeah. like Christmas yes it started in fact in our area I don't know about around you but around here people have been putting lights up quite early this year and I think a lot of people are in the in this area are thinking oh the year's been so gloomy and you know there's been not a lot of fun so people have been putting their decorations up let's cheer ourselves up a bit which is lovely so gradually the Christmassy thing the Christmassy vibe is coming and yes you're absolutely right now that the family is back now that my son is home it feels like there's the next next phase of being a bit Christmassy we started having our advent calendars which has been lovely and I started reading um, a Christmas carol which I've done a couple of times over the years and I normally do a little section each week for a few weeks, but this time we're doing it on Zoom, which means more people can join in and listen, which is lovely. But we're doing it in smaller chunks. So I've already started, suddenly realised if I wanted to get it done in five chunks, I had to start quite soon. So we, we've been enjoying that and having different friends listening in once a week. That's good. And that's gradually getting more Christmassy. I don't know if anyone's noticed, but each week I try and put something a little bit extra around the fire to see if anyone notices it getting a bit more and more decorated each Christmas time <laughs> as we get towards Christmas time. Oh, yes. And gingerbread men have been made. And I don't know about you, Molly. We have a big box of Christmassy storybooks and I've brought those all down from the loft. And it's lovely to see those and the old favourites come out each year. And even though they're some of them are picture books, you know, designed for quite small children, it's just a part of our family tradition to have a look at them again. 
Yeah, no, absolutely. And actually, we've been enjoying your Zoom read aloud of the Christmas Carol. It's just, it's just been lovely. And I have to say, I haven't noticed. I'm going to have to have a look, aren't I? See, spot the difference. Yes, in case you had anyone hadn't cottoned on, we'd kind of decided we would talk just a little bit about our Advent and just how we we do this run up to Christmas, and then maybe in a week or so we can do a, a more full on Christmassy one. But but we both of us really love. Advent and sort of the season that the lead up the lead up to Christmas as in the different seasons so um so we just thought we'd we'd talk a little bit about that so yeah we very much enjoyed your your story which has been lovely and I think it's been particularly nice because it means as you know as we're not able to meet actually the kids have been able to see friends you know and just <laughs> wave across the airways yeah. so that's also really nice and I've sat there with my crocheting and been able to sit and make Christmas presents and birthday presents and things while I've been listening to you so that's been really nice so thank you yes and we do also have a big book basket full with Christmas books at the moment and I know what you mean we're exactly the same all the we've got one Usborne storybook with a tape and we used to listen to it when the boys were little so that's a long long time ago the oldest one's 19 now um, and my little youngest daughter is just now just taking down, just having looked at one of those lift the flat ones. And, and it's funny, isn't it, that it's part of because I think Christmas is a lot about traditions, isn't it? Yeah. Have you got any other before I launch into ours? Have you got any other kind of specifically Advent things or things that you particularly like about Advent, which is different from Christmas? I do like Advent and I do like the the looking forward, the looking ahead. It's that kind of slightly quieter time. Well, it can be quieter, can't it? I think in normal years, it ramps up speed, doesn't it? And you're all busy trying to get everything that you do. Every group that you're part of has their Christmas thing and you have to shovel it all in somehow. <laughs> you manage to find time for everything, which gets quite manic sometimes. This year, it's obviously, it's it's not going to have that kind of thing. Um, it's, in some ways, it's it's nicer to be a little bit quieter in the run up to Christmas and really think about that, the Advent, Jesus first coming and, and also thinking about how the Bible talks about him coming again at some point and having that having time to think about what that might be look, look like, sing some good old fashioned Advent hymns. We really enjoyed a live online Advent Christmas service from a Winchester Cathedral the other day. And that was a cut. Well, it was a mix of live and recorded that um, someone had spent a lot of time and effort putting that together with some of the traditional readings and traditional hymns and getting a really lovely, lovely organ sound. It really sounds so lovely, doesn't it? Nice pipe organ. So we enjoyed that. We've done different things over the years. I haven't, apart from the advent calendars and getting down our advent stories, we haven't got many traditions that we must simply must do each year. But we've done different things or different times and just tried to think, you know, some people get the same book out each year and have that. We've, we've done different things at different times. We've used the Jesse Tree book one year, um, different books at different times and done projects at different times. Well, I think we're probably a little bit similar. We do different things each year. There are, there are some things that we do always, like Advent calendars. And the last few years, I know, six years or so, I don't really know, it just got quite expensive buying advent calendars. And I, I really wanted to have an advent calendar that had something to do with the birth of Jesus on it rather than, you know, Elsa and Honor or <laughs> Superman or <laughs> whatever. But it also had to have chocolate as well. So it was just looking very expensive. So we got some big bits of felt 
and put in just and the kids made their own just put little pockets with, with glue so it's really easy um fabric glue and then I found I downloaded some verses from the internet and cut them all up so so in theory each child or young adult now <laughs> has <laughs> has a little verse in their little pocket um with a with a bit of chocolate and I put the chocolate in but um that can be a bit dangerous because if I buy a thing of chocolate I have to make sure I don't actually eat it all before I put it in <laughs> so that's nice we do we also have a um an advent wreath as well um we used to quite a few years ago we used to have an advent candle but we often you know like we've graded one to 24 but we often would forget to light it and then we'd leave it lit and it would you know <laughs> burn down the top the bottom so actually we do an advent wreath around on the table which Mel's daughter made this time and it was actually done a beautiful job um, and that's just lovely because at the first Sunday of Advent which has just passed we lit the first one and that that's lovely and each candle means something different so the first two you're kind of looking towards are they hope and first, I know we've just done hope and I can't remember what the second one is and then this joy and love at the first so the first two are kind of looking towards Jesus coming back again and one day making all things new and the the second two are about just looking towards his birth and actually what we already have because because of his birth and I think in some ways I was thinking about it I think we're just by the year we've had in a sense we've very much been living in Advent all year you know the very much that sort of tension of acknowledging that we live in a very broken world a world which is far from perfect and we kind of are longing for something that's different and I guess for those of us with a Christian faith Christmas actually hasn't changed at all this year you know Christmas and, and possibly you know the world is darker the light shines got brighter you know and actually I think gosh we've got even more to celebrate this year because there is that hope you know we, we hope for many other things but actually if we have that faith you know that actually Jesus is the one that really is that one true hope so so Christmas is very exciting this year but but back to Advent um what other things yes the Jesse tree we've we've enjoyed that as well yeah, I and... wonder if um, people know about a Jesse tree hmm. which, which have you got a particular book that you like to use to do your Jesse tree or have you got because a... we I've used the yeah. one written by Geraldine McCochran and I really like yes. that I really like the way she's written yeah. the book yeah that's what have with the old man the carpenter yeah have you made yourself a Jesse tree I think one I'm trying to remember what we did one year I think we we drew the yes we did had a draw a picture of a tree and we added the little pictures daily to to it yeah so the jesse tree is about all all of jesus forebears isn't it and the different and the way you follow the bible story through from right from the beginning and the creation of the world up to when jesus came and look at some of the key people and each person has a symbol that you can then draw or you can you can find traditional jesse trees carved in some churches i believe but i haven't seen the real one yeah we've got um one which we, you know we've kind of made and i have to say the um well, i got them out it's like gosh you need an awful lot of imagination to know what these what these little ornaments are <laughs> you can get absolutely beautiful ones and you look on pinterest if you look under jesse tree on pinterest they're the most beautiful ornaments and ours are definitely not pinterest worthy but we like them <laughs> Exactly, um, and that's the thing. Is that, well, that's the thing with all these sort of traditions. It's yeah. what what it means to your family. Someone was talking about putting up their decorations and whether you were let whether you let the children join in or not. And I was thinking, what a shame if you don't, because yes, it won't look like you say Pinterest worthy. It won't look like your imagination of what a beautiful decoration should be. 
but it's about you and your family and it's about your relationships isn't it and it means something to the children and they think it's fantastic and that's that's the key that's the heart of the home isn't it yeah absolutely another thing that we do uh is we have a jar which i've put kind of like lollipop sticks in um, and we've just written different things on the lollipop sticks. So some of them are just really simple things like, you know, day of thankfulness or, you know, do an extra job for somebody. But other things are things that are more specific to do to like make a care package up for somebody or we um, write a letter for um, our MP each year to say thank you. Or we take some uh, chocolates or and a card down to the, our local co-op because they really serve the community so well. You know, different things like that. And it's interesting, in other years, our little jar of lollipop sticks, I think it's a good thing to do because I, I try to, it helps us to kind of focus outwards, not just on, you know, what we want. And it, but it does can sometimes feel, gosh, it's something else to do. Whereas actually now, because we're not rushing out and doing things, it sort of takes on much more importance, you know. So we pick my daughter, pick one up, make a care package for someone. And I was like, yeah, well, OK, well, we're going into, you know, our little town, local town tomorrow. You know, big event. <laughs> Normally yeah. I'd be trying to, like you say, shoehorn it in between going to much more exciting things. But, you know, it is quite exciting going to the butchers and going to the library. That is our event for tomorrow. And so, you know, let, let's get something and we'll make a card and we'll take it to a friend of ours who lives in the town. And I just thought, you know, actually, that's I just wonder if that's not a better way. Possibly it is. I don't know. But it's a different way. It's a different emphasis this year. And actually, I really want to make I want to make the most of it because who knows what next year will be like. We may well be back to our frenetic ways. But actually, I want to make the most of kind of getting to the heart of it. So yeah. that, that's that's an interesting take this year, I think. Yes. I think that's the thing, isn't it? That this year has been very hard and very different for all of us, but it hasn't all been bad. There've been some, I was chatting with someone just earlier and saying, you know, that the irony is that we're all a bit more able to do things. Uh, we're connecting with people you know, across the internet in a way we could have done before, but we never, never worried about doing before. So um, one of my daughters is re reading regularly to her small cousins which, as I say, she could have done that before COVID happened, but it didn't occur to us that that was something to do. But since COVID, now that's become a regular thing. And I think that will carry on and that she's got a connection with cousins that hasn't been there before. You know, we obviously we love our cousins, but we're not we don't live too close to them. So it's lovely that she's got that extra. And, you know, for example, my Christmas Carol read aloud, I couldn't fit all the people who are listening in on the Internet into my living room like I did last year I you know I've got space for I don't know we managed to squish in about 12 or so children last year but this year I've got more people listening so Covid has had its ups and downs hasn't it it's had its positives it's made us think a little bit differently about connection and what's important and like you say this Christmas will be different but that doesn't mean worse it just means different. Absolutely no definitely I, I, th I think feel very positive about wanting to to really to make the most to be very very thankful I think it makes it's very poignant it makes me very thankful for what we do have and so many things and um just to learn from it you know in every situation you know be thankful in every situation kind of thing and find those small things as well as the big things to be thankful for and to enjoy as well you know just to just to enjoy because sometimes in our busyness we can't enjoy and actually we have been reading aloud a lot a lot more just because we do that anyway but it's often in between going out and 
meeting up with friends and lots of fun things, which, you know, I love doing. And I, and I have missed that. I'm not pretending I have absolutely missed that. But, you know, there's other there's other things which which we, you know, take take on a new significance. I was going to ask you, what do you do about um, about a kind of advent, a sort of advent pattern, advent rhythm? Do you kind of continue with what you're what you normally do in your your kind of your normal rhythm up until Christmas or do you change slightly or, or, or does it depend on each year and different children? Yeah, different years, different children, different, slightly different patterns. It we do check, we do shift in December. Things do slide into a different pattern very much. I usually try and keep some of our key formal stuff going because if we have too much break, it's very hard to get back into it afterwards. It's very hard to go back to maths when you haven't done any for a long time <laughs> for my children anyway. But yes, December is full of Christmassy things and starting to think about Christmas presents, for example, and if any of us want to make Christmas presents or do any Christmas baking, then those things become what we do as a family, that, that becomes school for the day, you know, that becomes our learning opportunity. We plug those in. There's usually something quite Christmassy going on every day or little different projects than would normally, the, the year would normally hold. How about yeah. you? Do you? Do you have your patterns? Yeah, it is different. And like you say as well, it's sort of changed a little bit over the years with different children. Uh, I think when the boys were little, they were so active um, and we did, the same as you, we keep up with something. So at the moment, it's keeping up with a bit of maths every day from older of the two girls and some English or reading or something for the younger one because she's dyslexic. So those are the two kind of things that I feel we just have to keep up. so when the boys were little, we probably kept up a bit more than that, actually, um, because they would just go, 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 go. <laughs> and, um, and we did just a lot of going out and about and we were probably really quite busy. Um, but I could do that. We could pack quite a lot into the day. And um, but actually it, we have a slightly slower pace now, and especially this year. Um, so we keep the, those little bits up. And I, I, but I have found and I I don't know what other people find who have kids with sort of additional needs behavioral emotional needs is that I do have to keep some kind of pattern so they know that we start off you know with doing some exercise and then we we sit and have our bible story and then we maybe just uh, either a bit of math or a little bit of English and then we do do start all the Christmassy things so our, our, we're reading a, a lovely new um, read aloud at the moment and We've been doing the Georgian history time. So we're listening to Sensibility on Audible and making Christmas cards at the same time. And yeah, just doing lots of nice Christmas things as well. So I have learnt, I have learnt over the years that I can't just, with my kids, I can't just stop completely and go into something completely different. I have to keep uh, just a little bit of a pattern there just so that they feel safe. They know they've got their kind of structure. And actually, to be honest, even an advent calendar is part of that or picking up a lolly stick is part of that. You know, there are just some things that is different, but it's okay because they, they, there are some things that they will expect kind of thing. Mm. So that's how we do it. And actually, that's working really well this year. So that's one thing that we seem to have got sorted. <laughs> <laughs> what about decorating? Decorating. Yes, well, typically I like to leave decorating well, I like to leave the tree a bit later and I, I, like, I like the decorations to gradually trickle into our home, which is partly probably because I don't have the energy to do it all in one go anyway. <laughs> and it's quite nice, but I, I like it gradually arriving and each day there being something new decorating wise. It's quite fun to do, isn't it? So we, we, have, we have a box of adventy stuff that comes down 
um, and that's mainly the books. Sometimes we keep old advent calendars we reuse when they're particularly special. Um, and that's a little bit of the decorative. So maybe the wreath on the door comes down at that point or the advent candles, if we're going to do advent candles. And then the more Christmassy stuff waits a little bit and goes up later when the tree goes up. Do you, well, how about you? With do you decorate? Do you decorate a go-go? No, do you know we're just like you? Isn't that funny? <laughs> <laughs> I also like to have it kind of just trickle in slowly. So we've put some lights up this year. My husband made a lovely star put on at the beginning of Advent, and actually there were some old bulb lights, and the bulbs are blown. So that's a shame. So that doesn't work anymore. So I'll have to try and fix that. So we put some lights out at the beginning, um, and then just the same as you, just bit by. We have a little nativity scene, um, and I when the kids do put that out, I tend to hide Jesus. I just have to try and make sure I hide him somewhere where I know I can find him because I have a lot of hidey holes, <laughs> mainly for chocolate. <laughs> and then I can't find it. <laughs> and then they put Jesus there on Christmas day. So that's that's good, um, as long as it works. Um, yeah, and the star on the top of the Christmas tree, when we do put the Christmas tree up, we tend to keep the star off and put that on just kind of like on Christmas Eve or something. Right. So, um, but yes, I like that. I like just the gradual putting things up. Yeah. So it's a lovely, I love Advent. It's a lovely, it's a lovely season, isn't it? It's a lovely time yeah. of year. Definitely. Yes. And while the days are shorter and darker, it's quite nice to have those lights gradually appearing and starting to think about what looking forward, looking ahead. Well, hopefully we've given people a bit of an insight into, well, what we think of Advent <laughs> and uh, how we're doing Advent this year with our families at the end of this very odd year and we look forward to speaking to you again next time. <laughs>